This week's podcast is with Beck de Groot, who is originally from Launceston but now lives in Devonport the last eight years. Beck first started running 13 years ago in the Bernie 10 and was hooked straight away and a new passion was born along with childhood memories of running in Deloraine. Her sister Gabby and her started off Run For Our blog documenting the things that they wanted to hear when they first started running. This soon branched out to 40 minute runs in Devonport on a Wednesday night. When Beck is not running, she works at Fairbrother as a contract admin. Her personal best is low, 19 minutes for five kilometer, and is gradually improving this time every year. I love this conversation, and Devonport is so lucky to have such a positive role model. This conversation just flew, and I can't wait for our next podcast. Enjoy. Hi, Beck. Uh, welcome to the Everyday Lions podcast, episode four. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. No worries at all. Um, my day has been pretty much like all my days for the last, what, five weeks? Inside yep. a lot, <laughs> working from home, running. Okay. Yeah, yep. that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you got out for a run today? I did. Yeah. Yep. It was um, Tuesday morning. So that's okay. my speed work day. Yeah, awesome. And it, the weather was horrendous. Like it was massive northwesterly coming in and... Um, yeah, I got out with Gosto, but we got it done. We buckled down and, yeah, awesome. got it sorted. So it was a good day. That's good. Can I, can I ask what time uh, you headed out this morning? Um, 5.30 down at Meercroft Park. <laughs> oh, you can have those early mornings. That's, uh, I've done a few of those the last year. And, um, yeah, I'm not a morning person at all. I, really? No, no. Is that something that you've always always done in your life you've always been like a morning morning runner or a morning person um look probably more since i had kids you have to be a morning person um (laughs) because if you're not if you're not on when they're up then the day's (laughs) over um but basically yeah i run at 5 30 in the mornings generally because i start work really early um with my job i've got now but yeah. I just find that it's the best time of day for me to train. Okay. I kind of, I kind of get it done in that little time slot between sort of between when all the other things you have to do in the day, like bunch up together and you find excuses yeah. for not doing it. So Absolutely. yeah, so pretty much just set up my gear the night before. I just, you know, tell myself I have to get up and yeah. um, often I'm up and it's not until I'm out at the gate and I start my watch and I'm like, oh, Good morning. Like we're up, we're on. Let's go. You just don't yeah. even think about it. So, so it's become just a routine that you're quite used to now. Yeah, but yeah. my body's yeah. used to it as well. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah, I basically yeah. like. I think it just gets you. You just get this massive energy kick afterwards. You're absolutely yeah. awake. If you're not awake at the end of your workout, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, you know your metabolism's humming, and yeah, it just sets you up for a really good day. So if you can manage an early morning, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, unreal, unreal. And you said you went with Gosso this morning. Um, for the people who are who are listening in, that's uh, actually Justin Gossage, uh, a bit of a legend in the running community here. And uh, can I ask what what rep session you did? Did you do reps? I know you do reps on a Tuesday. Is that your usual routine? Yeah, it is. So um. Every day, every Tuesday, sorry, is speed work. Um, okay. And while we've been, generally we usually have a little crew down at Meercroft on Tuesday mornings. Um, but sort of with everything that's happened with coronavirus, that's kind of dispersed. So 
Grosso put his hand up and said he'll come and train with me, you know, for a safety thing, okay. um, but also just to, for some company. So, yeah, we went down, we did a pyramid session. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we had um, one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, and then back down the other side of the pyramid with half-time recovery. So, yeah, Yum. it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. Um, it was great. It was wonderful, you know, on the back straight with the with the wind at your back. And then yeah. you just turn the corner and it's like, I'm not going anywhere and the grass is soggy and, yeah. But and this time it, of year is very, very hard. Like, you've just come out of um, summer and autumn, I think, and then you come, you know, it's starting to get cold and yeah. the last thing you want to do is, is run, but at least you got it done, which is great. And that's my next question. How did you exactly get into the running? Oh, mate, do you want the long story or do you want me to cut it down? <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast you can go as long as you want I've got a long sob story but yeah, I'll great. try and I'll try and paraphrase it so yeah always <laughs> been a fairly active kid like um I grew up in the country in the mountains up behind Deloraine um mm. we had a big family quite small house so you were outside more often than you're probably in to be honest um and we had lots of property so we would head out for a day at a time and you just you just tended to run everywhere because yes. walking's too slow as a kid, you know, you, you need to get there. So you'd run. I mean, it was often in gumboots, um, which I wouldn't recommend. But okay. uh, <laughs> so, yeah, very active. <laughs> you know, um, mind, don't you? I, I'm, just thinking, <laughs> I'm just thinking of Cliffy Young or something like that. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, yeah, you could use this in one of your, um, as one of your training things, like tempo run on a Thursday in gumboots. Like, it could Absolutely. be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm so not. anyway. Um, yeah, so basically um, fairly sort of played netball through school, okay. um, went through that little bit of time where you're doing all the wrong things around the time you're 18 that isn't so good for your health, so I wasn't very active then. But yeah, fast forward to 30 and, you know, I've got a couple of small kids and all of a sudden overnight um, I'm left on my own with the kids. Yes. Okay. So well, yeah, and... Totally, totally from out of the blue. So I was just feeling a bit lost at the yeah, time. Yeah, um, And one of my sisters who was being very supportive at the time, she just, you know, helped me focus on a goal and we talked about it and we thought, hey, why don't we run the Bernie 10 together? Okay. And at the time, no joke, the Bernie 10 to me was like some epic endurance event. <laughs> that only people like yourself <laughs> would be running, you know. So... Yeah. We, yeah, we thought we've got we've got four months. Um, let's right. have a crack at it. Let's let's have a go. So, yep. I did one run between deciding to do it and actually running the Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a likely story, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah had little kids, so I couldn't get out of the house. So yep. I hopped online, and we're talking 13 years ago. And anything you bought online 13 years ago was crap. You know, if you wanted yes. something good, you went to a store to buy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I bought this $150 elliptical trainer. I had to put it together myself, I think. Oh, wow. Um, and, yeah, and I trained on that. So, okay. But basically, yeah, we, we were focused on getting to the Bernie 10 and all we wanted to do was just finish it. And it just yep. it gave me a focus. It gave me something to do. I was enjoying getting fitter. Unreal. Um, lined up on the day, nervous as anything, and yep. ran a 50.09 for my first ever fun run. So I was pretty that's, happy with that. That's great. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty good starting point. 
Yeah, well, I figure yeah. that was must have been all that running I did as a kid, but yeah, um, it all just came back to me. <laughs> but anyway, after that, I think um, it just it just woke something up. Like I had a feeling of after a really tough time, a feeling of self worth. Um, I had something to focus on, something that made me feel good about myself, and also just something that gave me that freedom that I had, yes. had as a kid. Um, so it was totally a therapeutic thing for me. Yeah, and. Yeah. I just decided, okay, let's get another one of those. And so um, the next year I did the Lonnie Pen and after that it just it yep. just kept going. So, <laughs> Snowballed from there. <laughs> yeah, so it's fair to say that you were hooked on the running high. Did you get that running high straight away? Was that something that, you know, you finished your Bernie Ten, you crossed the line, you got your medal? Or were you absolutely buggered? I wasn't buggered then, but no. um I've since realised that when you do buggy yourself and you come down off the high about an hour later, you suddenly feel really sick. And we yes, had to yeah, stop in the yeah. car on the way back to Launceston because I actually thought I was going to be sick. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had a great time. Like we looked up our results. I think we came like 260th or something. Oh, really? Yeah. 260th female, I reckon. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was. It was definitely there was a hook there. So yeah. I felt amazing doing it. I felt amazing having done it. And yeah, I just wanted to do more. Unreal. Right. That um that that story resonates so much with like I've been running my whole life, quite obviously, but like lately in the running community, that, that story that you tell like resonates so much and so many people keep on saying that like it's just got a hook, hasn't it? Um Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. And so far you and your sister have started Run Four Hour, quite obviously. Yeah. And um, so, for the people tuning in who don't uh, know what Run Four Hour is, it's would you like to explain a little bit? So basically, we started it out as a running blog. Yes. Um, Gabby, my sister, and I—not the one I ran the Bernie Ten with—I have a lot of sisters, so. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> Gabby and I were, were going to, we're doing lots of runs basically and you know what it's like there, you sort of meet people, people want to know what, what you're wearing, um, what your training is, you know, how, what makes you tick basically, all that kind of thing. And um, so we just decided that we would share some of our experiences. Okay. So we set up a website, we were doing some um, run race recaps, which were a bit of fun and just you know sharing sharing what we did and then we moved it over to social media so instagram and facebook and right. i think from there it's just evolved we don't do as many big race recaps anymore because they're quite time consuming but it's just evolved into us being us we're just sharing yes. what we do um and it's just all about running and it's all about training and it's the highs and it's the lows it's the good it's the bad it's all the stuff that when we were starting out that we would have probably wanted to see so that's yes. where our motivation for that came from yeah and and, and for people uh like me tuning in or, or being following your page for, for a few years now um i think that's what i like reading is the real beck and gabby like yeah it's covered over like you talk about your hard days you talk about gee i can't be bothered going for a run today and i think that's what is the most appealing thing about it um yeah cool yeah, can, that's good. No, that's good. And and can you um can you explain how the actual the the Wednesday night runs uh started from from that as well? Absolutely. So um 
Gabby was always raving on about this Wednesday night run that she would do with Running Edge in Hobart. Okay. She lives down there. Um, I found out that the running company in Launceston were having this Wednesday night run as well. And it was just basically, you know, anyone come along and do it. And I just thought, well, we, we don't have one of those stores up here. Um, mm. But that doesn't mean we can't have a group run. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so basically it was born out of the fact that we were just coming into winter. Um, yeah. The days were getting a lot, you know, a lot shorter. And I was facing um, another winter of just running by myself in the dark on the same tracks all the time, yeah. which, you know, it does suck. Um, yes. But you do have to do it for safety. So, yeah, I just decided, well, let's just see what happens and popped it out there and it did happen. I never knew it was going to become such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like you, you it sort of um, was like a compliment to park run. So you had your yes. social no stress run on Saturday and then you could catch up again on a Wednesday, meet up with those people, social no stress run on a Wednesday. And for some people that might have been the only two runs they did all week. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, chance to form some friendships network yes. with the running community and um, at the same time just just run and have fun and that's and, basically what it is and that's the beauty of it too I, I really like the 20 minutes out and 20 minutes back model as well so um, doesn't matter if you're what pace you're running at um, everyone no. finishes about the same time and, yeah. and if you want to walk it you can walk it um, I, I just think good on you guys for starting that um, and, and jumping on the park run bandwagon I just think it's awesome um, I mean, I've seen it grow from when you had like, you know, your first one, 20 odd people to, I think it peaked at 70 maybe one day, did it? Or cl close yeah. to it? Yeah, it, it, I haven't actually counted because, <laughs> but I know there are some people that do. Yeah. Um, and, and there are also the people that hide in the back. <laughs> I don't want to be seen. But yeah, it gets pretty big. <laughs> no, not that you've never done that. Um, it gets pretty big, but yeah, I just, I just get such a buzz from it because yeah, basically no, you should. It's, it's amazing. You should be so proud of that. Like that's it's yeah, awesome. well, yeah. proud and, and really grateful. Like I just, yeah. um, I've got people to run with and they have yeah. people to run with and, and they make friends and people sometimes thank me after run club, like thanks yeah. Beck, and I'm like, no, yeah, thank awesome. you. <laughs> because no, if, no, if you weren't here, <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be happening. So yeah. So yeah, it's, so you touched on being grateful. I think this is a really interesting topic because this is something that I'm leaning to at the moment um, is being thankful and grateful for what we have. Yeah, I, I just I just think it's it's something that we can all take in our in our life because I was a person who would never give back a lot and I've started doing that as well. I ask you, like when when you're grateful, what other things are you grateful for? Well, I mean it always comes down to health. Absolutely. Yeah. So being healthy, I'm grateful for what, how my body responds to what I put it through and okay. all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful for everything that um, enables me to do what I do and to Unreal. be safe and to be with my family. So, you know, having a job, having great friends, um, all, all that kind of stuff. I find yeah. it quite, it's not hard to be grateful when you actually sit down and think about it. It but it's the sitting down and think about it, yeah, thinking about yeah. it that is is the hard bit to sort of get together, I guess. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing too lately is is actually having a diary and writing these things down. And and it does. And it and you know, it could just be the sunset or, or a sunrise or something simple like that. Um, yeah. That 
Yeah, no, that's great. And and we've run four air. Obviously, it's, it's exploded now. You guys are pretty, you know, it's a stable, it's a network. Everyone knows about it. What, is, what's, what does the future of run four air hold for you guys, do you think? Well, talking about the the um the community i guess yep. so run club obviously still keeps going um got i've always got ideas for fun events it's just getting time to organize them we've had a yes. couple of scavenger hunts which i think will turn out to be a yearly thing because they're pretty fun they're, they're yeah. as much fun putting them on and seeing people run them as they are to actually run them so um, I think it's a costume theme because I, I personally <laughs> love dressing up in costume. I haven't done your scavenger hunt yet, but but it's on my oh, list too. So you've you've got it. Yeah, you've definitely yeah. got to come along. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll keep doing Run Club. Obviously, we right. started this year a Trail Four Air series, which ran through okay. Daylight Savings. So that was like an out and back Thursday night trail run for people who who like to get out in the trails, which we mm -hmm. obviously do as well. That's a huge thing. Um, we've often thought about um looking at events and looking at the things that we love about certain events and maybe just bringing that together in like a, a really unique small event a run for year event right. um so that that's down the track we've often talked about that occasionally we have some some running kit that comes our way that we really like the look of so right. we um we hop on with that so we we'll probably be doing more of that but i think for Run Foyer itself, Gabs and I are really busy. We okay. work full time. We, you know, parents. Gabby travels a lot for work. I'm studying with mine. Um, we're obviously training, um, so occasionally it just sits on the back burner. Okay. But, but you know, once we pick up the next goal race and once we arrange our next runcation or something, yeah, we'll yes. be we'll be sharing that and and telling those stories and hopefully motivate someone to get out and do their own thing. Great. I think you guys have motivated plenty of people in Devonport. Um, we talk about park run, but I think run four hour um, is in the same bracket as that because it's because you are getting different people I've noticed to run four hour and park run. It's not there's a few different types of people as well. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is are. and that's what you guys have created. And you touched on your work. Um, can can I ask what you actually do for a job when when you're not running and, and doing run four and trial <laughs> runs and all these things? So I work for um, I'm a contract administrator for Fairbrother. Okay. So I basically um, help out the project managers to deliver their projects. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I can definitely see you doing that sort of stuff because you, like I said, you manage run for it very well. And um, yeah, is that something that you just slipped into or or you? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. No, I literally did. It's um, it it just came my way, and I think it was kind of meant to be. I work with a really great great bunch of people out there. They okay. are really focused on their, you know, health as well, health and well-being. Um, Royce Fairbrothers always um promoted that. Yes. So yeah, it's it's a good space to be in, and I think um, oh, well, I've been there for three years and and really enjoy it. So right, great. No, that's that's awesome. I've always thought with you guys that that maybe like organising some trips away like Henny Alston does. Is that in the plans? Because I, I think if you did that, it would be supported so well because you've got that you've got that niche support that would actually get on board these trail runs if you did something like that. Was that something? Yeah, look, we we might possibly look at that again. It's it sounds amazing. I'd love to do it, but it's just yeah. a time constraint thing. 
Um, I think if we ever decided to branch out and, you know, change focus with our careers, that could easily be something we could get into. But I, I haven't been on one of Hanny's trips yet, so I've got to go first no. and experience that. <laughs> yeah. and, and then look at, you know, how, how we might be able to do something like that. But even just, you know, an overnight or something. Yeah, yeah. We've got amazing places to run here, especially trails. Yeah, and it's not expensive um, either. Like you get a, you get like a parks pass or something, and you can put five people in a car, and and, and everyone's covered as well. So yeah, um, yeah. No, we're still no. Yeah, we're so lucky. Missions into the mountains are definitely a favourite thing of mine to do. Yeah, <laughs> so sure, just sure. Pa packing up the pack with lots of snacks and um, yeah, having that handful of of good friends and just going and and being able to run out there free for hours is um yeah they're they're my best days out. For sure. Fantastic. Um, and you're on the the, the social media um, network Strava, I could say. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Strava? Do you like it? Because you talked about running, running free. Like, do you run with a watch all the time, or you don't look at your watch? Or <laughs> I do run with a watch because I like yeah. to see my bank of kilometres. So okay. I like I like to see you know my my past weeks or months being consistent. Yeah. Um, with with my with the amount of K's I do, so uh, for most <laughs> I know it's, it's yeah. hard. Um, but for most of my easy runs, I don't check my watch at all. Like it's there, okay. and I hear it beep that I've gone through a K. But if I'm just out running, I'm not really fussed with what pace I'm doing because okay. yeah, it's it's just building strength and it's it's the easy run time, isn't it? So it's yes. the relaxing yeah. headspace, it's the chatting to friends. Yeah, yeah. that. That's, that's, that's a really good point that you um that you brought up there that um easy runs should be easy I think um yeah it shouldn't be going out hard all the time and that's the beauty of it is an easy run you can have a chat with a friend or just yeah. getting that a you know getting that own headspace and and just go you know you put the put your music on put whatever and take yeah. in everything or anything um but I guess with like events not happening at the moment. And, and everything being shut down. Um, how has COVID-19 affected you in, in work, family life? Yeah, okay. Well, I, I think I've been quite fortunate in the work sense because yes. we, we've still been working and we're quite busy um, with jobs. So apart from doing it at home, um, I'm, I'm still working five days a week and doing those sort of nine hour days. So it's, that's, that's kept me quite busy. It would have been hard to be at home, I think, and not have that to do. Right. Um, and I've been able to keep up my training load as well, which has also been really good for my mental health and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, although, you know, it's been adjusted to maintenance now because there aren't really any goal races at this, at this point in time. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, I'm a little bit of a homebody as well. And so I guess I've just kind of hibernated a little bit. Um, okay. Haven't wanted to put my head up to keep looking for an end point because I'm not really sure when that's, you know, definitely yeah, coming. And I, although, And I think yeah, that's a smart way to look at it because, you know, you don't want to be setting yourself for a, a running race that they're saying that's still on that they haven't told anyone about. Yeah, I, that's I, right. Yeah, I just think just ticking it off and moving, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing. And, yep. and if you can do that, you're winning straight away. It doesn't matter how far or, or for how That's long, right. as long as you're moving. 
And you usually come back and you, I mean, there's rarely a time you come back and feel worse than leaving. Absolutely. So <laughs> it's, that's definitely a bonus. Yeah. Um, but the only other thing with, with COVID that I have thought about a lot lately is the fact that I haven't really minded the whole slowing down of things. Um, I think that if we do, you know, once we are, we are out the other side, if we remember the things that we have got out of it, such as, you know, spending more time with your family indoors or being a bit more mindful about things, the way you interact with other people and all that kind of stuff, I think right. if we can if we can keep those things, um, yes. then yeah. you know it, it, we will have actually earned something out of this rather than oh god that was just a really shit time wasn't it you know absolutely um, yeah. yeah so I think there yeah. are good things for sure it. and you and you touched on I think it also comes back to being grateful as well because being grateful for what we had previously um, yeah but like you said I think I think some people would actually thrive in this environment and actually enjoy it um, I mean. I, like I know for me, I've just, you know, it's given more time for this sort of stuff and it's been great. So Yeah, yep. Yeah. I've um yeah, I've started doing puzzles and oh, <laughs> which, <nice. laughs> which, you know, that's that's been a little bit trying, but um yeah. it just is something different, you know. We're just yeah. we'd be in the lounge room and have idle chatter with teenage kids um yeah. who yeah. can't get out to see their friends. But I think, you know, they're they're definitely good things and you're right, being grateful. For, yeah. for what you have and what you had before and what you will have again. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, can I touch you on what puzzle are you, are you doing? Because <laughs> I, I actually don't mind puzzles. I've done a few in my time over the years. I my my mum sent me a big um, relief pack of puzzles because she's got thousands <laughs> of them. And right. anyway, I started one on Saturday, and yeah. it was a one thousand piece puzzle. And it was okay. just like a pit, just like a Where's Wally. So it had a million people in it. They're all doing different things. And seven hours later, it's <laughs> like, can someone help me with this? Um, I was very, I was impressed with myself for all that yeah. staying power for that amount of time. But I think that's probably my first and last 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzle I'm ever going to wow. do. <laughs> yeah. oh, if you're like me, you've got an addictive personality and you can't. I can't leave them once I start. I, I'll no. just go and go and go until it's until it's done. Yeah. But I was sure. about a third of the way through, and I'm like, I'm either packing this up and I'm not doing it anymore, or I yeah. have to stay here now. So <laughs> I stay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great. And um, we don't have any events at the moment. But your personal best over five and ten k. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I think it's nineteen minutes and something for five. 19, it is. Nine Nine twenty-five yeah. and yep. just over forty, maybe for ten. Is that correct? I'm in the forty-one for ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me more about these and and where you ran those PVs and 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 what plans have you got? Do you, do you have any plans to lower those times? Oh, definitely, absolutely. Yep. So, um, my look, my PVs, my five K was at Park Run. I okay. did. I did. I did all of my PBs, in, even my half marathon one, um, all in a marathon training block last year. So yeah. um, that it was so beneficial. Like, yeah, I had a great time at it. So yeah, half run PB um, or 5K PB at Devonport Park Run. Right. And that was, I think, for maybe, actually, I can't remember. That's terrible. Maybe like <laughs> mid to late last year. Okay. Um, and my 10K PB was actually at Bernie 10, um, right. just 
just in October. So right. I'm definitely not finished with it yet. Um, yes. I, you'd know, my I get my running plans through Ben Brockman at PhysioTaz. Yes. Um, and every time we have a run brief for the next training block, he's like, okay, so what are we doing? And I'm like, well, we're going to get faster. Yeah. <laughs> but but sustainably. So, yeah. yeah, look, I'm heading towards my mid-40s and yeah. I know it's a time when a lot of people do look to start slowing down. Yeah. Um, but I've only been taking my running seriously as in putting some science behind my training for the last four years. So yeah. I actually think I've got further to go. You're and doing, I know I know fine. that yeah. um, mentally I've got to work on, on my headspace. So. Yes. I'm I'm really good at going. No, you don't have to go that hard today. Like, <laughs> <you know>. um, <laughs> so I need to work on that, and that's where I think I can really improve. Because okay, I'm, I'm, I, I train well, um, yeah. but I think yeah, need to need to learn to hurt better. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that the learning to hurt um, it, it takes time too, because being in that headspace or that that moment of it being in pain isn't nice and it, and it takes you know it takes a bit of effort to actually do that and I think like you said you haven't been like doing interval training for that long and no. what I've seen you've got you've got plenty more years to improve and, <laughs> I hope so and women in their 40s run really well so like <laughs> You know, you, you can look at Lisa Waitman and, and girls like that, like, you know. She, and Sinead Diver, yeah. Exactly She's right. I mean, it's, yeah. Late and, starter and. Absolutely, yeah. And, and they're great role models to have as well. Um, but but, but running is just an accumulation thing as well. You've got to be patient and, and be willing to, um, you know, you might get all these these quick improvements. I can't think what the word's called. But then, yeah, you've got to be patient and wait and, and eventually things will turn again. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think even Brian Stewart as well. Like I look at people like him, like you know he's yeah, he's no, that yeah, <laughs> that's like crazy. From that curving improvement as well. So um, yep. no, that's great. Yeah, awesome. Uh, what other goals have you got that you'd like to achieve? Ah, uh, look, I I would actually like to. I'm planning on doing another marathon training plan uh, block. Mm -hmm. Yep. Whenever whenever a marathon becomes available again. Um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm hoping to get that same kind of improvement in my base fitness so that then I can, you know, go and, and run faster at the shorter distances as well. Yeah. Um, I'm so not finished with the marathon. Yeah. I, there's, I've only run two, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. I've only run two road marathons and, you know, I know that there is so much to learn and it takes such a long time to learn it. Um, yeah. Gabby is way way better at them than i am um she's, she's running really well yeah she yeah. is yeah and yeah. i think marathons are just her thing so i've got a lot more to learn with that but i'm okay. i'm keen to have a crack at it okay great great yeah um do you have any any ideas which marathon because you did launceston and that's four laps i think yeah that was yeah. that was very interesting three laps were just amazing and the fourth <laughs> was just like <laughs> i think i was running with ben and bronte Halley at the time yeah. and i'm like can i just stop and i stop now i don't want to keep going <laughs> but that's the learning about the marathon so um i i don't mind i know that launceston i think has a finite life um with john okay. o um 
moving those events on. I'm not sure if anyone's taken that one on, but I actually like the, the smallness of it. I think if I want to hurt or if I'm going to hurt, I'd prefer to do it around people that I know um, yeah. instead of um, out somewhere, you know, in a city that I'm not familiar with and, you know, no idea what I'm doing yeah. kind of thing. So well, you're going I to do, support too, aren't you? Like you're going to you're going yeah. to be a community that runs and and people you see you know, three or four times a week or whatever. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's my my aim was initially to do one around that time of the year, so around September okay. October. Um, that may end up being Melbourne if Melbourne doesn't happen. Then may end up pushing it to Cadbury. I don't know. So right. I'll just wait yeah. and see. Yeah. Unreal. But, Unreal. Yeah, doing the training and maintaining so that we're starting from here and going up there rather than down there. And you touched on how how you ran um, two or three PBs from marathon training. Yeah. Um, it's just a strength, isn't it? It gives you so much strength. Um, yeah, I, I, I've done it from the other end as well and from that end, so from running um, longer distances and then running a 10K PB, but then running, then training for 5K and run 10K PB. Um, so you can do it either way, but um, yeah, that's awesome. And, and I think, well, if that works for you too, and you're gonna find what works for you, um, yeah. do you think that that's what has worked for you? Like, did you, has your previous PBs been through marathon training or? You no, just, not at all. Yeah, okay. No. They were just having a crack. And that's why getting back to it, I feel that I'm not done with my PBs, not, yeah. not by a mile, because often I've actually run them. Like my half marathon PB that I did was set out as a tempo training run. Yeah. So right. <laughs> not yeah. even racing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just getting me in the right headspace on the right day. And it's yeah. often the less I think about it, the better I go. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, th I think you're not alone with uh, because it becomes a pressure thing too. If you think, oh, geez, I'm going in, I've got a, got a half here. Um, but I think if you go in there with, oh, yeah, I'll just see what happens. I think, you know, it's it's about running free as well, not right. watch as well. And um, yeah, yeah, no, it just takes, takes the weight off. You remove expectations, and then, yes. yeah, I think you just totally free yourself up. To yeah. um to allow those those other things to come to yeah. you. So great, great. Um, I want to touch on trail running. Yeah, because um, you love it so much, don't you? Oh, well, I love trail running. <laughs> um, anyone listening? Tell us about triple top. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no triple top. Yeah, well, what, what did you want to talk about triple top actually? <laughs> so, you've, so you've done that a couple of times, haven't you? I have. I think I've done it yeah. three or four times now. Okay. Yep. And did you want to explain it or did I want to explain it? I think you should I'll, explain it actually. Yours might be more entertaining than mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so triple top basically is a run across three mountains, two of them attached to the back of Mount Roland. So you start by going over Mount Claude and then Mount Van Dyke and then Mount Roland. And you come down the face of Mount Roland in about two Ks. You drop, I don't know, about 500 meters in elevation just just like that um it's it's epic it's hectic it, it's, but <laughs> it's the most it's the most amazing day though it's yes, you get yeah. you get um you get bussed up to 
to the start line and then your first couple of kilometres is just a road that is a relentless uphill. Um, beautiful single track, amazing views and I don't know, it's, it's trail running racing but you know, you, you might stop and pass someone who's taking photos um, <laughs> and then, you know, g'day, and then someone else is eating and um, it's just really relaxing and it's fun and I often have my photo taken on trails with just a stupid big grin on my face because yeah. <laughs> I'm having such a wicked time. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but triple top yeah. is hard. It's about 19 Ks, 19 and a half Ks. Um, takes me about three and a half hours yeah. and um, it's not easy, but it's so rewarding at the end. You've got me. I think you've got me by about 20 minutes the time I did it. I, <laughs> I oh, didn't stop yeah. and have a rest like you did though, Brian. Oh, no, well, I, I don't know if I stopped and have a rest. I was actually <laughs> sitting on the crock sitting on the rock crying I think I was and just oh. knowing that I thought oh gee you know the you know I'm through the worst bit here and knowing that I had to descend I, and, I, <laughs> and, my, and my descending skills are putrid and I knew just how much it was going to hurt so yeah um but like you said it's one of those days that um oh, I don't don't regret not doing it I just I'll never do it again that's all <laughs> well you never know you could always go with the different sort of mindset of have a pack, have snacks, and have just a really fun time. So yeah. don't even care about, I mean, just try and stay upright and don't roll an ankle and don't fall and lose your teeth on the descent and right. everything else will probably be right. <laughs> Come and do it with me next year. <laughs> is, there, is there a story behind that with someone losing their teeth or? No, no. Oh. I, I just always <laughs> think you, you will. Like I, I descend um, using my hands as much as, you know, my feet, I'm just constantly letting myself down rocks and you see yeah. rocks where there's blood splattered on them and you're like, well, someone's taken a tumble yeah. here. It is very steep, but yeah. it's lots yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and it's it's just one of those events, again, to get sold out within half a day or something. They put it online and it goes so quickly now. That's um, right. And it never used to be like that. But no. Trail running has definitely taken off. I mean, all running events have taken off, yeah, I think, yeah, because absolutely. running has taken off. Yeah. Um, it's such an accessible sport and, yeah, yeah it's, you can do it at any, any level, at any ability, basically. And, yeah, I, I actually wanted to ask, I think, um, you know, running is a relatively cheap sport compared to motor racing or golf or whatever. Um, cycling. Cycling, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> do you want to talk a bit more about that, actually? So your your partner's a cyclist. Um, he is. Yeah, yep. Do you, do you do any of that with him or you? No, so I've shelved cycling for yeah. when I can't run anymore. Okay. I'm planning on being at about 85 years of age. <laughs> so I'm going to need one of those tricycles. I'll go straight to a tricycle, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I see that there are quite a few people who do both. Um, yeah. And it's obviously a really good cross-training tool. Yeah. Um, I think I just love running too much. And and yeah. so I'm happy for Stu to have his bike riding and there's his whole, that whole social side of that for him, which yeah. is really important. Um, and, yeah, we just, we just agree to sort of have our separate, go yeah. our separate ways with regard to our sports, for sure. Do you, 
do you find you have like a mutual understanding though? So he understands the running and you understand the cycling because at times both sports are very um, selfish, I guess I, I could say in a way. Selfish. Yeah. 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 No, um, Stu is as incredible, um, probably more so than than I deserve at times. He, but, you know, I can go off running on a Sunday morning. I always do my long runs on a Sunday morning. Yes. Some days they might be an hour and a half drive up Cradle Mountain and then five hours up there and an hour and a half back. And I never cop any, any flack for that. He yeah. knows how much I love it and he knows it's, it's good for me. So he just, yeah, he, he's more than happy with that. I understand because, you know, I do that, that his cycling is just as important to him. So if he goes off on a long ride for, you know, four or five hours on a weekend, that's his thing. And I know that it's yes. good for him. Um, he often goes up to Derby, mountain bike riding. So they'll go up for a weekend, a bit of a boys trip, that kind of stuff. You right. know, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it would great. be horrible to try and make him stay home. <laughs> yeah. <then> yeah. <laughs> he's really grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, yeah. And, and you'd be the same way though too. Like if you weren't running, I'm sure, that, you know, your mental health or, or just yeah like i'm the same if i don't get it i haven't ran for a while because i got an injury but i know yeah. i've got that at the moment and it's really hard but um no that's awesome and and what has it given you the running as well what what do you think you've got out of it do you know what like that there are three main things that i think running has given well i know running has given me in no particular order so the first thing is confidence um right. I would never have done this with you ever. Um, I would not be a run director at Park Run and talk in front of all those people. Um, and so it has given me a lot of confidence, not because I think it's made me any better. It's just made me more comfortable with myself. Yes. And I also know that when I'm talking to like people who watch this will only be interested in talking about running. And so for me, there's, you know, there's no yeah. wrong answers. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, so definitely confidence. Um, the second thing is respect for my body and respect for my health. Um, so I don't like to do things that compromise that. And um, I, you know, I'll be out halfway through a long run and suddenly I'll just have a little grin to myself and this is really daggy, but I'm like, oh, you know, look what you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're nearly 43 years old and, and you're doing these things. Well done. So, and, and your body would be in a better shape too because of the running as well. Like, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that if you, don't, well, if you don't move, you lose it. But it's, it's that type of thing, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, 100%. I don't want to stop moving because yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah. don't want to lose it. I'll become yeah. a, a grumpy old woman very quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and the last thing, but probably one of the most important things that it's given me is friendship, for sure. So I moved to Devonport eight years ago to be with Stu. Um, I didn't know anybody really here. And I was running around the streets for three years and I still didn't know anyone. Um, yep. And then Parkrun turns up. And I think I went down there three or four times and the next minute I'm third wheeling at um, parkrun coffee dates with Kim and Troy Reader, and yeah. the rest is history, you know. Yeah. Um, I've made such good friends, and they've turned into best friends, and just people you can rely on. You feel part of something, and um, yeah, that's 
that's that's made a massive difference in my life and probably helped with the confidence as well. Absolutely. Um, everything you've said and more, I have to agree with totally. Um, I think confidence as well. I'm the same. I'm a pretty anxious person and I wouldn't have done this sort of thing, but um, I guess the backing and people supporting it that, and we've got such a supportive community. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. And everyone's got a story. Um, you just have <laughs> You just have to listen and talk to the people, don't you, to find out the stories. So that's right. That's yeah. why a long run is so good because you, do you learn a lot about people? <laughs> good and bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so you talked about your friendship groups. I know that um, you, uh, Kim, Troy, Gosso, and Bronte, you like to do your long runs together. Yeah. Um, yeah, can I can I dive into that a bit? And I know you you guys travel a, a fair way to go for runs sometimes. Yep. Um, so you just want to know how that came about, or yeah, was it just yeah? Because it's yeah, well, I can look and I go, oh, that looks nice. I might try that one. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just basically a like-minded group of people. Ben okay. Ben Brockman, he also comes running with us as well, and um, yeah. Linda Connolly oh. too. So yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it, we, we don't always all go together, but it's just like a, a pool of people that you know want to do the same stuff as you. Okay. And they don't care how fast you go or how long it takes you or whether, you know, you, you've got to wait for someone um, or someone's got to wait for you. Yes. Um, it's just all about the enjoyment. We all love trail running and yep. we all love adventures. Um, we do have Mr. Safety, so Troy is Mr. Safety, so we always know where we're going and we've, you know, we've got safety equipment, we're, we're all good. Um, it just really works. You know, it's a dynamic that really works. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong, like, we're, and we've been, you know, we, we mix it up and we go running with other people as well and I find that just as rewarding, you know. It's yeah. just being out and it's just doing something that you really like and you get to know people better and then you might tack on with their group run and that kind of thing. So, right. Right. yeah, but we are good friends, definitely, and it's just all, all due to running. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Um, no, I've, like I've, I've seen a few runs. I've been a bit jealous, to be honest. I've gone, oh, that looks nice. So I think I think, I, I think it was your Beulah run you did. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I actually dragged Amy along. I said, "We've got to go to this run. Have you seen it?" So, um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, there are also places you wouldn't go otherwise. So, yeah, yeah. we've all got a bit of an adventuring spirit. Um, That's great. Troy, Troy wants to run the Tassie Trail that um, goes from Devonport down to Dover, and you know, run it in pieces. And it might take us ten years to do it. But yeah. it's just having that. Um, you know, that, that kind of common ground, I guess, that, that yeah. brings us together. Yeah. And um, do you find you guys have got a fair bit of banter that goes on in that group? Or, or... <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, yeah. You put yourself out with, with a number of people out, you know, in the bush for, for a few hours at a time and, and some pretty quality banter comes out of it. I, I do have to say, though, like... Looking at your road running, if you sort of have a Friday fresh morning and you've got, uh, you're tucked in behind like Hayden Bishop, um, Bronte, Ben and Gosso, you're in the box seat for some very good banter then. <laughs> like that's always very entertaining, that kind of group. <laughs> uh, I tell you, it's the funniest. It's just, um, 
Hayden Bishop, like he'll just say the one or two words that are quite funny and then he'll go back in his box and then he'll come out. <laughs> and he'll go, ah, yeah. I think, I think you need to talk to him soon. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He's definitely on the, my list to do as well. I, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. What, what is one piece of advice you'd give uh, someone starting out in running for the first time? Um, one piece of advice that I would give, well, yeah, be patient with it yes. because it is definitely a long process, which we've touched on. Yes. Um, but the other bit would be to get out in the community and become a sponge and just listen to people and their experiences. Um, you don't have to take all the advice on, um, but just, just listen and absorb and, you know, and, and get out there and enjoy yourself. And, and we do, like, we've got so many granddaddies, I call them, the sport, like, um, Greg Smith, like, I always enjoy conversations with him. Like, he's got a lot yeah. of knowledge there as well. Um, and, and Bronte as well. Like, I love hearing his little trail stories. And, and yeah, and I think we are lucky. that And people are so willing to share, which is the, which is the best thing. Yeah, there's, there's not that competitive, like, oh, I'm not going to share that because I might give you an edge or... You know, yeah. I don't want to share my special secret run with everybody. No. There's none of that, which yeah. makes it very easy to get along. But, uh, yeah, exactly right. Um, just just closing out, I guess, um, what are some mantras that, that you live by or some day-to-day -day values or, or anything like that? Um, to be honest, I'm not really a mantra person. However... Talking about my mental game, maybe I, I should get about that a little bit. Um, but I do try to, I, well, I sort of live a fair bit by consequential thinking. So, um, you know, if I'm feeling a bit crap and don't really want to go out and do a run, I always think, hang on a minute, you're going to get to a race, you'll want to know this session is banked. So that's yep. maybe the reason to do it. Or... Are you going to feel okay when you get to the end of the day and for no reason at all you didn't go and do your run? I mean, fair enough if you're, you know, you're tired or you need a rest or something like that. Um, so I just try and have consequential thinking, but also with regards to people. Like I always try to be kind and think of how my actions would affect someone else, um, all that kind of thing. So just the basics. Try to be a nice person. Right. I loved how you touched on consequential thinking. For me, that's been a big thing this year uh looking you know what would happen if i do such and such and yeah that's something that everyone can learn by um sometimes we live in the moment don't we and we don't think of our actions or, or anything like that yeah i mean i could be accused of being too cautious um maybe not living enough in the moment but it it, it puts me in good stead and i think it makes me happier with myself because i'm yeah i'm i'm thinking consequentially so you know you're doing the things you know you should be I really enjoyed that conversation with Beck, and I'd like to wish her all the best with any running endeavour she has I personally cannot wait until Run For Air starts up again until next time happy running and this has been the Everyday Lions podcast.